Towns, Draymond Green, Green to the basket, kicks it out of Godala. Thompson for three, bang! Clay Thompson from downtown, it's a six-point lead. Timeout, Rockets. A stunned Toyota Center crowd has watched a seven-point fourth-quarter lead turn into a six-point deficit. Yo, 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 guys. What is up? And welcome back to another episode of the Game Seeds Clay podcast, playoff edition. It's your boy, Gotham. Um, today with no of my boys, uh, Matt and Charlie. Um, they are both uh, pre- busy today. Um, obviously, everybody's busy right now. Charlie's holding down the fort at work. Matt's actually traveling back to the Bay Area um, to be home. So um, a lot of moving parts, but it's the playoffs. Um, so we decided, you know, let's do a little solo pod. Um, so, you know, I was available. Um, this is the third member of this Game Seed Clay crew. But Matt, Charlie, hope you guys enjoy this one, man. Um, miss you. Um, this is really weird doing right now. But, um, you know, super excited to talk to you guys about the Warriors, man, as we always do on the show. Um, so strap in. Um, it's going to be a fun one. Um, you know, on the on the Game Six Clay Pod, as you guys, uh, for for our listeners, longtime listeners, whoever's heard us before, uh, Matt and Charlie, um, they had so much to the show. And I uh, you know Charlie was um, very analytical, knows the sport really well, really breaks down for the fans to understand. And Matt, he's a really cool realist. Um, he uh, he brings some perspective um, and. Uh, my role on this, and this is genuine, genuine role, is I'm a homer. I'm the, I'm, I'm the, uh, I'm a fan that always is optimistic. So uh, this is gonna be a fun one, guys. Uh, we're gonna, and it comes at a good time to be optimistic because uh, there's uh, not a lot to be optimistic about based on Game Five. But um, let's jump right into it, guys. Uh, we got a fun show in, so um, let's get into it. Um, last night was a complete massacre. Um, you know, Warriors. Uh, you know, they got blown out by 39. Um, we're down by 55 at one point. And um, before we even get into the game, I think before the game, I think the vibe around the team, um, the, the fans for sure, um, personally, um, it felt like, you know, yesterday was going to be a shoe and win. Um, and we said it on the, uh, the last episode, um, Matt and I, when we were predicting um, our game five result, we both thought that, the Warriors would come out and uh, it would be a, you know, close game, a tough, hard-fought road win, but the Warriors would pull away at the end, um, you know, and uh, clinch it in Memphis because, uh, you know, that's what championship, championship teams do and uh, that's what we think the Warriors are. Um, alas, that was not the case. Um, we got absolutely um, blasted um, after just too many turnovers, um, careless play, um, and – you know, a lot of it was just – it didn't look like that That was a championship team out there last night. Um, you know, just way too many mistakes. I think that um, – especially after the way the Warriors battled back in that first quarter, um, I think that they did a great job weathering the storm. Um, you know, the Grizzlies got up early as they have every single game um, this series. Um, and the Warriors were able to weather that. I think Steph hit a, hit a step-back three – and then Clay hit one that like just bounced to him, and it was like 29-28 at some point. And then um, that's when the turnover started, um, and everything just kind of fell apart from there. The Grizzlies were hot, um, and they were just bodying the Warriors. You could see the physicality. Um, credit to Memphis. That was a team that that season was on the line. And, uh, you know, I think that as the, the fans for sure, but I think the team themselves, I think they, they were the ones that kind of took Memphis lightly um, once Jaw went out. Um, we saw that in game four. 
Um, and the Warriors, you know, using that home crowd, Steph in the fourth quarter, they were able to come back and win that game with their championship pedigree. But um, I think after that win, um, they they took the, they took the Grizzlies lightly, um, straight up. And, uh, and to the Grizzlies' credit, they made the Warriors pay and they made it hurt. Um, you know, they were just buying the Warriors on the glass, um, just creating turnovers, hitting shots that. Um, you know, when you're at home and you're getting the, the crowds getting into it, and obviously the crowd was amazing. Um, you know, as much as we hate to, as much as we hate to say it, but um, the, the Memphis crowd was in there last night, and rightfully so. The Warriors were talking a lot of shit, man. Um, Steph Curry out there telling them, um, "Whoop that, uh, whoop that stink, whoop, whatever it was." Um, you know, that was uh, uh, a lot of talk from a team that you know you don't really hear that unless you know they they they're confident, and so I think. The fans were kind of going off that, the players, um, but the Warriors got punched in the mouth last night. Um, we lost 134-95, and, you know, the main takeaway was I think a uh, change in the starting lineup uh, is needed. Um, but we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, so I got a little outline here and, you know, reactions. And talk about one thing that came up was uh, the concern level um, for the series um, and beyond, but the series uh, in front of us right now. And uh, – Guys, like I said in the beginning, I am the homer, and I am the one that was always optimistic. I'm not concerned at all. Um, last night's loss was a tough one. Um, you hate to see it. That You never want to get kicked in the mouth, uh, especially in the playoffs, especially in the closeout game with an older team that, as, as we saw, Otto Porter went down. Um, but, um, you know, the Warriors are now – you throw that game away, and I think – a lot of people give Draymond Green flack um, for the podcast that he does um, to really dive in. And I think, you know, I can see it both ways, but I think it's really cool to see the insight of, of the players in, in a playoff series like this. And, you know, Draymond on his, on his, uh, on show, um, he said that, you know, you just kind of watch this one away and they know what they're capable of. And there's that soundbite of him, you know, uh, saying that the, you know the Warriors are going to come out and we're going to win Game Six, like, I think that the, the confidence level is still at an all-time high. You heard that from Clay in the post-game presser. Um, you know, you heard it from Steph. They they watched that game away as soon as that buzzer sounded. Um, I think you know that you hear it. You heard it from Grandma. And I think it was very interesting that um, he said that uh, they're treating the Grizzlies now like a uh, a new team. It's a new series, um, and they're approaching this Game Six like that. And I thought it was very, very interesting because, A, you know, it's insane to say, you know, you're playing a whole different team in game six of the uh, second round, but they really are. And this Grizzlies team is a completely different beast than what uh, the Grizzlies with John Morant is. And that this is no knock on John Morant. Um, he brings so much to that team, um, what he does, um, the way he plays, um, and they're definitely missing him out there. But the Grizzlies are now kind of like a grizzly man <laughs> like they are big they're athletic they can defend they force you into turnovers and like we saw yesterday when they're hitting shots they are a very very dangerous team there's a reason why they've only lost six times um without jaw um so that is a very good team over there so for the warriors to now say and i think you know like i said they've, they've taken these last two games very um lazily you heard on inside the nba you know it looked like they were going through the motions um but they weren't ready um, and, you know, they, they left, uh, they clutched up and won one, but, um, you know, obviously yesterday we saw what happens and they got punched in the mouth. So I think the Warriors are awake. They know how hard it is going to be to close out this team. Um, but, um, you know, it, it really comes down to your trust in, in the core, man. Um, your, if your concern level comes down to your trust in the core, 
Um, we've seen this time and time again, and I think uh, there's a tweet out there um, going around, but um, the Warriors have been down 3-2 to the Rockets after losing uh, that was game five, game four at home, lost a close game five, and they came back down. And they were down double digits in that. And granted, that team had Kevin Durant, um, but that team also had Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green. And these guys have been to the top multiple times. They've gone, they've been to the lows. They've gone through um, thick and everything you can cons- you can consider an NBA career um, that builds champions. They've gone through, um, and until proven otherwise, I'm rocking with these guys, man. Um, that being said, um, my concern level is slightly there in terms of, um, how is this team going to hold up? Um, I think they win tomorrow and I'll get more into my predictions later, but, um, for the beyond, I, I think the Warriors genuinely do have a, um, size problem, um, that next round, especially against DeAndre Aiden, they're not, I don't think the Suns are as, um, as uh, physical and as as long as uh, athletic, I would say, but they're a great team. So the Warriors do have some concern with Auto going down, especially GP two. Um, sounds like he's not going to be re- reevaluated for a couple weeks. Um, so the Warriors are thin. So I think that again, it comes down to your trust in Steph, Clay, and Draymond. Can they can they find the right the right brand of basketball to play um, that winning basketball that we've seen so many times? Um, over the years can they find that magic and do they still have it and you know this is what this season really has been about this whole hiatus Um, and I think your concern level um, for that if if they could get to the mountaintop for me it's always been I've had faith in these guys and I have faith in this team and I think a lot of fans do and you know obviously once we got past the the overreactions and and takes from last night um, because obviously there was a lot um, you'll see that on Twitter on on TV, whatever, whatever show you're watching, there's probably a lot of overreactions like, oh, the Warriors aren't championship team. The Warriors aren't, um, they're not, they're going to blow another 3-1 lead. Like, all right, let's take a step back. That was one bad game. Um, one punch in the mouth that this team needed, um, frankly. Um, and they got it. And now they have a game six at home, um, which if you told us that going into the series, uh, the Warriors would be coming back home to chase uh, with a raucous crowd in a series that has been um, up, down, um, 30 plays, not 30 plays, hitting knees. There's been so much that has gone down in the series. And if you told us that we had a game six at home, up 3-2 to close them out without John Morant, I would take that a 100 times out of 100 going into the series. So, you know, Warriors fans, yes, uh, we're going to be just fine um, if this team figures it out for tomorrow. Um, that being said, you know, there are a lot of adjustments to be made. Um, you know, this team uh, has been starting uh, Kuminga for a little bit. Uh, or I, think, I don't know if it was every game this series, but um, pretty much um, every game. And, and Steve Kerr's out. Um, so Mike Brown, um, you could see it too. Like his coaching patterns, um, there's definitely different. Steve Kerr is, is missed on that bench. Um, anybody that's been slandering Steve Kerr, um, I hope you take it back. Um, Jim Park, um, I think that was a Twitter guy um, that keeps uh, somehow, some way, uh, finding a way to blame the coaching staff, um, especially Steve Kerr. Um, if if this isn't uh, if this isn't um, proof enough that Steve Kerr is one of the greatest coaches of all time, um, then I don't know what else to tell you, man. Because uh, this man is missed on the sidelines. Um, there are just times where 
uh, Mike Brown just needed to call a timeout and he did it. Um, and it felt like, you know, watching it and when you're watching the flow of the game, I feel like after watching this team for so many years under Steve Kerr, you kind of figure out, all right, you know, then call timeout right here. Um, you know, stop, you know, get the crowd a little, little less, you know, go back to the drawing board, figure something out. And that, that presence of mind, that calmness that Steve Kerr brings is definitely missed out there. And um, the Warriors have been playing fast paced all series, a little frantic, and they've said it themselves. Um, so that's one one adjustment that I have going into tomorrow that the Warriors got to come out um, and really just let impose their will offensively, but let it come to you. There, there's all this whole series, especially games two and uh, two four, and you know last night I'm not even going to uh, look at the, that tape, but the first quarter of last night the Warriors settle for good looks that aren't good shots, um, if that makes sense. And I've said it on the podcast before in an episode or two, but. Um, especially uh, Clay and Clay was great last night, but uh, the team in general, um, you know, when they've gone through these offensive lulls, especially that game four, we saw it, they were settling for good shot, good looks, not good shots. And that's what you've heard Steve Kerr preach about it in the post games and, you know, Mike Brown as well, that they just, that's just them playing a little too fast. It's them knowing that they, if they hit these shots that are, you know, open and, you know, they've hit, it's going to be kind of momentum swing plays. It can kind of do that, but they're trying to hit home runs every single time. And uh, you're seeing it. Draymond's trying to force too many passes. Um, it leads to clay, you know, maybe taking some ill-advised shots, Steph doing, uh, maybe uh, doing too much um, or not Steph doing too much. Um, uh, JP doing a little too much. He's getting a little bodied, but um, it's, it's that, you know, trying to hit home, hit singles, man. You can, it's, they're taking it. The, the Memphis Grizzlies are giving it to you this game is meant to be one offensively, which brings me to my second adjustment, um, which is to start Jordan Poole. Um, Jordan Poole needs to be in the starting lineup. Um, you know, I, I wrestled between uh, last night, especially after watching the game, my initial reaction was that we had to start Looney. Um, I think, you know, Memphis, especially with their size with Steven Adams, um, it's really freed up Jaron Jackson and you're seeing that. And the Warriors really only have one big guy um, in Draymond that can, you know, man the paint. So with, with the Grizzlies having two of them out there, um, we've seen a Steven Adams who can pass and create He's physical. Um, he'll go, he's their offensive rebounds. They won last night. Um, so the Grizzlies definitely are winning the board. So I thought, you know, having two centers out there and, you know, running out the lineup that has started the most games for the Warriors this year, um, just kind of bringing that comfort level back um, to start game six at home, get off to a better start with the lineup that has, you know, been used to starting games. Um, so my initial reaction was Loon because I thought that Loon could bring that, you know, calming presence defensively and, you know, he's going to make the right plays offensively and, and free up guys. But with Kavon out there, it gives you two, two kind of offensive liabilities, guys that, you know, the Grizzlies have been sagging off Draymond and it has been brutal. Um, to see offensively. Um, Draymond is not looking to shoot. Um, he's not looking to score. And uh, that is the biggest difference um, from the previous iterations of the Warriors, um, especially the pre-KD um, Warriors, where that 73 and 19, Draymond was, you know, he was knocking down those threes. He was he was going for those floaters. He was still attacking the rim, looking to be a threat offensively. And, you know, he doesn't have to shoot those shots every time, but you've got to shoot them, you know, two or three times to keep the defense honest. And, the defense just knows he's not going to shoot. And with Loon out there, it's the same thing. You know he's not going to shoot a jumper unless, you know, that shot clock's running out, and they will live with that shot 100 times out of 100. 
Um, so for the Warriors, um, so to have two guys out there, especially when you're off the slow offensive starts, you know, it's, uh, it's a tough one. So um, that leads me to the starting of Jordan Poole. Um, we've seen him, man. We saw Jordan Poole uh, embrace that starting role when Steph was out. Um, but with just the rhythm he can get into, especially to start a game, um, get him some confidence. And, you know, Jordan Poole has been the X factor for this team, um, you know, down the stretch this season to close it out with Steph out. Um, you know, that first round, um, against, the, uh, against the Nuggets, um, he was, he was amazing. And, uh, he's going to be the X factor for this team if they want to win a championship. Um, just the, the ability that he has to score, to create, to get to the rim, um, create for other guys, playmate. Um, Jordan Poole is a perfect hybrid of Steph Curry and Clay Thompson out there. And you need that guy in a, in a game where you've been struggling to start games. The Warriors have, been behind double digits, I think, every single game this series. Um, somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that they, they for sure have been down, um, you know, starting the game every single series. Um, so you can't afford to do that in a game six at home, man. Like, you need to come out and punch these guys in the mouth offensively um, because that's where the Warriors' bread and butter is. Like, they're a great defensive team, and their defense has helped them, has, made, has pretty much carried them to three wins um, this series somehow, some way. Um, they've done just enough offensively, um, but too many turnovers, um, too many bad, shot, bad, good, bad open shots um, that the team's setting for, and uh, not enough um, guards on ball. Um, like I said, we've seen Draymond kind of trying to create in the, uh, you know, and he's not, he's not a threat offensively to score. So um, the, the Grizzlies are calling the bluff. They're like, yo, play Draymond playmate. We're going to shut down these other guys, and they've done a great. They did a great job of it. Game four. They did a wonderful job of it last night. Um, so the Warriors need to come out with an offensive punch, and that is Jordan Poole. Um, so that is that that is my adjustments um, for the game. Um, I think that if the Warriors are able to do that, and I think that, like, I, this goes back to my initial point of, you know, getting – listening to what the players are saying during um, press conferences. But what Draymond said in the podcast, and I think that um, this is why, like, this kind of social media or this kind of uh, – a platform that we're, we're able to see as fans um, is just going to create way more great content because um, you get to hear how he's approaching a playoff series and a pivotal game six. And to hear him say that we're treating this team now like another starting another series. And for me, like when you hear that, you know, every, I, you know, I can probably think of like two or three games or through two or three game ones that the Warriors have lost in this entire, you know, since 2013, um, I think it was like 2013 Nuggets, um, that first round, um, the Spurs that first round, and then, you know, I really, really can't remember, um, Toronto in the finals. Um, but like, there's, there's not a lot of games that this team has lost game one. So they've, they've proven that, you know, once they make the adjustments to prepare for the team the right way, um, they can do it. So I think that you're going to come out and see a, uh, potent Warriors offense. Um, I'm hoping to God that they figure out these turnovers, um, which is, I guess, the final adjustment. You know, you can't um, turn the ball over. Um, that is that is how you play into this uh, Grizzlies team, especially without Ja. You give them that confidence um, and wax these guys, man. Let's let's get this series over with. This Warriors team is has too many good pieces. They have arguably they have three of the three best players on the court at all times. Um, the Warriors need to win this game and they need to send a message. Um, and I think that's what the mentality of the team is. And I hope that's what the mentality of the team is because as, 
as a fan, that's what you want to see, man. You know, this, this Grizzlies team, you know, to start the series, I didn't have any respect for them, but um, and not in, in terms of, you know, before I clear it up, I didn't have respect in terms of, you know, the, the, all the side chatter and all the talk when you haven't, when you haven't earned it, um, you know, and I think, you know, I love, I love all the, the gritty and shit during the games and stuff like, yo man, but do it when you're down. And I think, uh, great point, uh, that Draymond brought up, you know, you gotta take it on the chin when you take it on the chin and the Warriors acknowledge that they, you know, they had a bad game and it happens, um, it happens, but you know, bounce back tomorrow. I, I predict just that, um, it's a great segue into, um, the game six predictions. Um, if it's not uh, if it's not evident already, um, my prediction is that the uh, the Warriors close this one out, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yes, this the Warriors win this series tomorrow night um, at home at Chase. Um, I think you know they they keep they do they take care of the basketball. Um, they really put on an offensive show, and I think that this team knows that they've been due um, for a game like that. And we saw a glimpse of it in the second half um, against this Grizzlies team. Um, granted, John Moran was out there for a little bit, but again, um, it doesn't matter who's out there. Not so that I think people, fans are forgetting that it doesn't matter when, when this team is clicking on all cylinders, it doesn't matter who's out there on the court. They are going to put up offensive numbers and tomorrow is a game tailor made for something like that. And obviously, you know, we can't see the future. Um, I can't, you know, say this with a hundred percent conviction, but if you, if you've, you had, we've all seen like closeout games that the Warriors have showed up to play. Um, the, the one that really comes to my mind is 2017 against, uh, uh, I think it was Blazers game four, where they were just absolutely poured on. And that's the kind of offensive performance I thought we were going to get in game five after all that uh, shit talking. Um, but granted we didn't get it, but um, you know, we're going to, we're going to see how this team responds tomorrow. And I think, um, they're going to prove that they're a championship team because I believe so, man. I believe this team has what it takes to win a championship. They have the right pieces, and you have arguably the greatest trio of all time. Let's, let's say it out there, you know. Let's say it out there, greatest trio of all time. Um, I'm not going to. I'm not, I'm not going to back that. I don't know who else is. So we toss that in there with the greatest trio of all time. Um, I believe that the Warriors get this one done, um, and they move on to the Western Conference Finals and. You know, I just want to put this into perspective, guys, because I think sometimes we get too accustomed to the Warriors winning. Um, this team has gone through so much in the last two years, um, two and a half years, really, to from losing game six in the finals, closing out Oracle Arena, to losing Klay Thompson, losing Kevin Durant, losing Steph Curry for a season, Draymond Green. You get new guys. Um, everything that the Warriors have been through, man, it's, it's culminating in this postseason run. And... Like, it's just kind of made like a story, you know, it's like, an, it's, it's very, you know, Jordan Kobe S story where they had that two year, that break, you know, Kobe had, you know, a bunch of years where he kind of carried the team, whatever they were kind of figuring out. But once they got to 09 up in 2010, once Jordan came back from hitting baseballs, his team found a way to figure out because they, they've been there. They've done that. They've got guys that know how to do it. And you got to trust those guys and um, no other team, in the playoffs can say that they have, um, that kind of experience and it means something and it means something in a games like tomorrow night. Um, so I fully expect the Warriors to show out. Um, I think we wax them, um, wax them right back. Um, send them into the off season ingredient. Um, Dylan Brooks, uh, that is not going to shoot that well tomorrow. Um, Tyus Jones, 
Um, you're going to make these Grizzlies teams into a volume shooting team, which we saw that they are. Um, you know, they're going to get hot. They got hot last game. But game four, um, the Warriors defense, again, has been forcing the Grizzlies into shots that they can live with. And it's been pretty much like that all season. Even when Jaw was in there, they were, you know, Jaw was getting his, but they were forcing those guys to, um, you know, get in, get the shots that the Warriors could live with. So I think as long as you make sure that no one, like not everyone else is going off, if it's just one person, um, then we'll be good. But I think the Warriors wax him tomorrow. Um, um, you know, score predictions. I don't know. We used to do that, but I'll go, uh, I'll go at least a 15 point win. I think uh, it's a very, it ends up being a comfortable win tomorrow. Um, as a special request from Charlie, uh, we got a, uh, of course, and uh, I should have thought of this one, um, but we are the Game 6 Clay podcast, um, as uh, as our namesake um, is obviously due for one of these games. Um, yeah, before I close this one out, let's, let's talk a little Game 6 Clay. Um, I think, yeah, my prediction as well for that, I think Steph and Clay carry us. Um, Steph, Clay, Draymond carry us is when – um, games is Clay goes off. Um, so Charlie asked me to predict uh, the score, line, the stat line for Clay Thompson tomorrow night. Um, I'm gonna go. I really want to give him a 30 piece, but I'm feeling a big Steph game too. So I might have to go Clay with a nice little 28, um, maybe like six threes, um, some defensive stops. Um, we get we get a solid Clay Thompson, um, Steph Curry Splash Bros game tomorrow night. Um, but other than that, let's see if we have any fan questions before we, uh, before we close this one out. Um, and thank you guys for, for listening, um, as the first solo podcast, um, it's been fun. It's been weird. Um, this is a first take only take I'm going to do. Um, it's how we do it out here in the games is clay pause. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to stop record this. This is full, uh, exactly what you get. What is it? Unfiltered, unfiltered Gotham right here. So appreciate you guys um, sticking around, but uh, we do have one question from our guy, Aaron Parsons, shout out Aaron Parsons, uh, big listener. He's been shouting us out on Twitter. Um, you know, and the rest of you guys, you know, please shout us out on Twitter. Um, if you guys like this podcast, if you guys want to hear more stuff. Um, we're going to be doing this for um, all the playoffs, the Western Conference Finals, the Finals, Championship, Offseason, whatever it is, we're going to be doing it. So uh, please uh, follow us on Twitter and all. But Aaron's question is, will the Warriors find a more sense of urgency for this game six? And man, does Curry need to be aggressive early? Uh, yes, Aaron. Um, will the Warriors find a more sense of uh, urgency? Yes. I think that, um, as I said earlier, um, they're, they're built for a game like this. They know what's up now. Um, it's, it's time to close these guys out. Uh, and move on to the West Conference Finals. Um, they're they're gonna they're gonna show out tomorrow night and wax them. Um, and does Curry need to be aggressive early? Yes. Um, yeah, like Steph Curry, get going, man. Um, put the ball in your hands and get it done. Because obviously the, the the Grizzlies have shown that they're gonna let Draymond play make. And if he doesn't have, you know, off ball Steph is only good enough to uh, if, if somebody's able to play make. Um, Steph can run off all the screens he wants, but put that ball in his hands. Um, let him go to work, go to high pick and roll, um, play, play the big men out. Um, as we see that we know this Warriors team can do, um, they can make those guys into, uh, into its liabilities. And that's going to be key to the game. Um, making, making the Grizzlies, uh, big men into a liability play them off. Um, so yeah, Steph Curry needs to be aggressive early. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think, man, we're going to get this one done guys. Um, we're moving on to the Western conference finals. Um, Warriors in six, um, which would hit all of our predictions, me, Matt, and Charlie, um, from before the series started. 
Um, so, you know, it's ex- maybe not exactly how we wrote it, but hey, we'll take it, man. Uh, game six uh, in Chase Center, Warriors win, wax the Grizzlies, move on. Um, other than that, guys, um, you know, nothing to shout out besides the podcast. Um, please check us out. Follow me at Gotham Rottenham, G-A-U-T-A-M-R-A-T-N-A-M-N-B-A, at, uh, on Twitter. Um, ladies, you guys can hit me up on Instagram uh, at G-A-U-T-A-M underscore R-A-T-N-A-M. Um, post some cool stuff out there. Um, but other than that, guys, um, thank you so much for listening. And uh, go Dubs, man. We'll catch you guys on the next one. And we will see you all in the Western Conference Finals, man. Peace. advance to their fifth consecutive Western Conference Final. For the second straight year, they eliminate the Rockets here in Houston as they take this series in six games and they win game six without Kevin Durant. Just a painful way to end the season once again for Chris Paul, James Harden, and the Rockets.